This is Toledo Symphony Lab, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of classical music from WGTE Public Media and your Toledo Symphony. I'm Brett Cresswell, and joining me in the studio today are the Toledo Symphony's music director, Elaine Trudell, TSO president and CEO, Zach Vasser, principal second violin and artistic administrator, Merwin Sue, and the TSO's director of marketing, Vanessa Gardner. Now, I have a fanfare to get us started in case you don't know what it's about. It is a celebration of our 200th episode. Can you believe it's been 200 years or <laughs> 200 episodes? Can Feels you believe like we've it. done 200 episodes already? I think you have 200 years. <laughs> yeah. Symphony Lab. Oh, yes. I love it. 200. Yeah, we knew that we were almost as old as the country itself. Now this is not. I, I I should make clear that this is not the actual 200th episode. Yeah, we, we kind of forgot, a, didn't we? Uh, this is the. And when you say we, you mean me. We. We're actually at our 209th episode, so we're on our way to 300, baby. <laughs> I can see it from here. Yeah, wow. absolutely. So, 200th you know, episode. I, I did some math. <laughs> so. Yeah, <laughs> right. Two, was, okay. <laughs> no, I said math. All right. Uh, I did some math, and uh, with conservative estimates, that means that we have done the show for 142.8 hours. Wow. Which equates to just shy of six entire days of Symphony Lab. Can you imagine the four of us or the five of us? See, I'm bad at math. <laughs> <laughs> the five of us stuck in a room for six days straight. Yeah. Wow. It, it, it kind of sounds like this. <laughs> yeah. That's a good experiment, though. Yeah. You know, we and can on have the our guests. day, there was light. <laughs> yes, something like that. Yeah. Well, I thought, you know, we, we do this whole thing with people telling their story, right? So mm-hmm. we're going to do like a tag team version of the Symphony Lab story. Well, basically, we'll see where it goes. I've got a little music for us. Let me pull this up. Is this Downton Abbey? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it a little bit. It might drive the narrative. Do we okay. start all the way at the beginning? Oh, that's up to you. In the why, don't, why don't you start, Venice, and oh. we'll go around the room. Okay. Wait, are, are we talking about how the show was born or how we uh, got yeah. to the show? Yeah, basically both. I mean, yeah. you can say whatever. You just pick up whatever I, the first person says and run with it. I I remember when the concept was born. Well, why don't we start with you, then? Uh, I was sitting with Marlon Kaiser. We were in the lobby of what is now the Toledo Hiltons, but back then was the uh, uh, Radisson park in or something uh and we were going we we're coming from uh rotary and we sat in these two chairs uh on summit street <laughs> and uh we uh <laughs> we talked about how to use public media to tell the story of uh, a symphony and this came up and i remember going to merwin and, and talking about having uh, you know what would happen if we did a show every week and uh, I remember Merwin saying, "I that, started well, swearing at him previously." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I ducked the first four things he threw at me, um, 
but then I told him that there would be a quiz and that he could show off his intelligence and he was he was hooked at the beginning yeah. uh, no but I remember Merwin mm-hmm. you said to me and I, I think we've we've parroted this a couple times but it, it, you, you said what appeals to you about the concept is being able to speak directly to our audience yeah. For okay, 142.8 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Six days trapped in a room. Yeah. Let's pass it over to Merwin now. Well, I think that one of the things that's been so enjoyable is to allow people kind of a peek behind the curtain, a chance to get to know the personalities of our musicians, our staff members, some of our special guests. And I think there's there's sometimes where we're really not able to interact with the soloists or guest conductors as much as we would like as people. They're almost like we get to know them very well as musicians, but it's really fascinating to be able to kind of, you know, hear about the person behind the music. And I think those are some of my favorite memories. Yeah, totally. Vanessa, we were already in place at the time that you came, but what was your first thought as a marketing person when they told you, oh, yeah, you, we also have this podcast show that airs on the radio. We want you to be a guest. I mean, what, what were you thinking at that time? <laughs> I, I never thought that my nickname would be Doug. <laughs> okay, you just spoiled my first question on the quiz. All right. I have to go back into the archives. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I echo Merwin's sentiments. I love being able to talk to the guest artists and hear... Um, especially when we have living composers on the show. I love hearing about their process and, and um, you know. That's another question ruined right there. Okay. Let's pass it to Elaine because <laughs> Elaine. Spoiler <laughs> alerts are. I, I, I'm enjoy- I, what I really enjoy is the improvisatory nature of our quizzes yes. as questions tumble like card castles. <laughs> yes. and that's why you always win, right? <laughs> Elaine, I mean, it must yeah. have been. You know, from your perspective and being in Canada and with the pandemic, and this was had to have been a great way for you to reach out to your, your public. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, there are two, uh, two facets to, to my answer. To, you said one of them, and that was very important during the pandemic. Uh, before getting into that, I think I, for me, yes, it's great to talk with the guest uh, soloist, the, the guest artist, but uh, as I saw uh, with the years that passed, I see a lot of people, like I go to the grocery store or something, and they say, oh, we're listening to you in the podcast. Uh, it was really nice. So I feel that we're very close to our public, and that's any way we can have to uh, to communicate more about what you know what it is that, that we try to provide to our community. You know, to you know, try to bring to to people that because we we sit together in rooms, uh, you know, often without windows, and <laughs> and, and uh, talking about these great projects that that we like to share with, with people because you know music is communication, and what we do is you know the arts. We try to communicate what's what's good in life, what's not just beautiful but meaningful, and we live we've lived you know difficult things with COVID. Uh, things with war and it's 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 not the most beautiful of the human so we try to bring some joy in people's life and all that and you know classical music is uh, for us is very well known right because that's what we do but in the world in general we can still you know we need to make a big efforts to uh, to reach out to as many people as possible yeah. and this this really helps 
because then you know i mean i would never see people at the, at the the store that would talk to me about the broadcast you know even if it's the broadcast of the show or if they came to the show the concerts i mean they it, it's it's different but people who listen to this you know like we go into their homes it's like we're, we're, we're yeah. they're with us and during their lives they're at their moment where they're they're doing other things they're folding laundry or whatever and they're, they're listening there in their car and they're and they're listening to the what we're talking about so i feel a great responsibility when i have an opportunity to talk about what we do what we've prepared it's like you know when you talk yeah. to a, a cook a great chef and uh, he said well we've prepared this incredible meal for you so uh, <laughs> it gives us a chance to do You're that. making me hungry yeah and, <laughs> and and the second part is well that's the idea we want to make them uh, yeah. saliva a little bit and come to the, the concert but uh, the, the other part was during covid for me it was a lifesaver because i missed everybody so much And it was a way to stay connected. It was a way to talk about the projects and to to reassure everybody that I was just, you know, the minute I could be back, I would be back. And yeah. that that's personal more though. That's so that that's right. something that was really important for me. So well, that, that was an unexpected benefit, obviously. Absolutely. Of yeah. of, of doing the program together, and then mm -hmm. you know the whole mission of what we do here is to invite people to go to the next level by attending a live performance. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, which was derailed for a while by COVID, True. but we're we're back doing that now, and that is what uh, you know our, what this show is all about. But having fun while doing it, yeah, right? <laughs> and, and showing that people can have fun and still be classical music fans at the same time. Well, we, we're very serious in what we do, but we don't take ourselves seriously you yes. know it's like you can do what I you take do very you seriously, seriously yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, no but it's it's important to to know i mean it's different right uh, and sometimes uh, we we've had not us but in the classical music world there was a little bit of uh you know people sh shut themselves in the foot a little bit by you know being looking so serious because what they do is serious mm -hmm. but at the same time you know you don't need to have a face like you know you're, you're mad at somebody on your poster because you're playing beethoven <laughs> <laughs> you know you don't <laughs> no you don't wow. yeah, so it's a good that. thing to change yeah. that <laughs> have you seen those instagram filters that add a smile to people's faces so they get all these composers that are yes, like Beethoven and Chopin yeah. put the <laughs> smile on them. Yeah. I'm sure Not they right. must have smiled at one time or other in their lives. <laughs> it just wasn't a time that you were, you were, you were painted as such though. Right. Yeah. Your right. merriment existed, but we were very serious in our, our portraits, right? That was the custom in those <clears throat> days. Well, it is uh, just a few days before Christmas, and I wonder, you know, we usually do a Christmas episode. We're not, we're kind of focusing on the 200th episode for this instead of on Christmas, but um, anybody got any fun plans coming up? Anything you want to talk about Christmas-related? We, we do want to wish uh, our Jewish friends Happy Hanukkah as well, mm -hmm. because that's going on right now, and... Uh, You know, we, we wish them Happy Hanukkah. We wish everybody else Merry Christmas. If you don't celebrate anything, we wish you a wonderful uh, December. Well, there are just so many wonderful holidays that are being celebrated by the diversity of our region. And so, yeah. I mean, you know, as much as, you know, like, you know, pe people do celebrate Christmas and Hanukkah, it extends beyond that. I think Diwali was earlier this year, but like, um, you know, there, you know, Kwan Kwanzaa. There's Kwanzaa, well, yeah. But I, but I think that... Krampus. <laughs> maybe that's less of a celebration per okay. se. <laughs> My understanding of Krampus may be a little superficial, but, <laughs> but it is something that I think that um, one of the things that it, you know, in a time of year when there 
is less brightness, less physical brightness. Yeah. It is, it's wonderful that so many people throughout the world have found ways to celebrating mm -hmm. and celebrate the light. So I think that's something that we're, you know, we're just glad to be able to be a small part of that. Well, season. you also have a family and two little boys at home and, you know, no, nothing brings out the wonder of, of the season like having children around, mm -hmm. uh, which brings me to you, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. I, what's going on with you with the holidays this year? Um, hopefully, absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, I might have some family visiting, but um, honestly, this will be a time to just catch up on some rest and relax and be in, in my warm home and, and be thankful for the year that, that we've just accomplished and yeah. look ahead to next year. Yeah, um, totally. And rebuild a website. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Elaine? I have to say that uh, Vanessa... Uh, for us, it's a little bit like uh, Atlas, you know, like with the the world like this. And, yeah. uh, so that especially the last little while, I mean, she's been and that makes me Sisyphus, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but she she's like, been that's like, enough rock music. I, for I, I I totally understand that uh, it's going to be much deserved a little break for you there, Olela. Yeah, um, for my side, well, uh, well, as I have four children, so. Uh, all of very different ages, so we have celebrate different little bit. Uh, traditionally, we've been celebrating on twenty third mm. to to get away from the all the the craziness. Uh, that, right that's around just Christmas. a family thing. For it's you, just a not, family yeah. thing. It's uh, not like Canadian Christmas. No, so. it's not Canadian Christmas. <laughs> that's in okay. October, December twenty nice. fifth exchange rate. Believe it or not, we'll probably uh, with Madeleine and I will probably go see Nutcracker again. Cause, ah. uh, yeah, although I conducted a lot, I, I never got enough of it. So it's, it puts us on the spread. It's funny, the other night, Madeleine was going to bed and she said, she said, Papa, I said, what, what do you like about Christmas? What's the, what do you like? And I was, I was, oh, I was sitting next to her. I said, you know what? I said, I like you. <laughs> I said, I, I like my kids and, and I like Christmas music. Yeah, and yeah. then, uh, and then she really wanted to go to bed with uh, one of those Frank Sinatra Christmas uh, albums. So, uh, so, and I thought of Zach. Because <laughs> you told I, me, I the only other have day. a Mahler bell. I don't have a Frankie bell. <laughs> it, 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 it works too. <laughs> yeah. okay. Anyway, so yeah, so family, family and music. Still music, always yeah. music, but family and music, basically. Zach, what's up with you guys? You you have two little girls at home. Got two girls at home. Um, so um, you have three. Well, well, you have three <laughs> girls at home, but two yes, little girls. So. Yes. Um. You know, it, it, so we'll be we'll be here this year, and I always love the opportunity to stay put. You know, I love going to Oregon every other year for Christmas. There's some wonderful holiday traditions that happen there. Last year we got to go sledding, and it was a very white Oregon Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, but as Vanessa said, you know, being being home and, and cozy is um, is also extremely nice. Yeah. Uh, we have a um, we have a lame Christmas tree. Um, <laughs> That has uh, never consumed an ounce of water since we brought it home at the beginning of the month. Is this like the Charlie Brown Christmas tree? You remember that? Well, I was talking to Keith McWatters <laughs> about it, and he said he had a tree one year that he had to tie up to the wall because it kept falling over. <laughs> <laughs> so mine is oh. not far away from that. That's yeah, a little duct tape one fix, right? basically lost all of its needles. If you look at it funny, it sheds the rest of the needles. <laughs> and... Uh, so it's it's kind of like the the um you know the the spirit of christmas is imagining how beautiful this thing used to look
public. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Santa has a do not pass this area of the room sign. It's like caution Like tape. yellow yeah. tape, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Police tape. <laughs> he puts anything underneath the tree will combust. Um, so it's, uh, it, it's, it's, you know, our own silly thing. But, you know, I just, I, I love, I love this time of year for the music, of course. And, you know, gosh, I'm such a, I'm such a sap and, uh, you know, the nostalgia just hits me so hard this time of year. And I'll hear a song, uh, on the radio or on a playlist or something. That, um, and it just literally transports you back. Yeah. 30, 30 years. Uh, yeah. Every time I hear the, uh, do they know it's Christmas time? You know, I remember my sisters playing that and playing it again and playing it and playing it for another hour and another hour after that and another hour after <laughs> for that. For 142 That's right. <laughs> Six but, days straight. But I remember the, the B-side of that album had uh, holiday greetings from all of the the singers and bands oh, wow. of the 80s. and It's like the record that went into space. Yeah. Uh, the Carl Ooh, Sagan album. Continues on. The golden record, yeah. yeah. Except no Glenn Gould on this one. Yeah. So, um, but it's it's very special. I just, I, I'm, I'm a big sap for all this stuff and it's a very special time of year. It's true. He cried at Nutcracker rehearsal. Oh. I did. I, well, that's... Just a rehearsal? <laughs> <laughs> what else so we want to talk about? <laughs> 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 That's left over from our jazz orchestra episode that we did. Um, well, let's talk about um, our favorite moments, right? We, we generally do this every time we hit a milestone where we talk about our favorite moments in the show, right? Not not in your life because that's, that's more of a New Year's type thing. We'll save that for later. But favorite episodes or favorite guests or favorite stories that you or somebody else told. I want to start with something a little different, though. I want you to choose your favorite uh, soundboard clip, okay? <laughs> oh, that's easy. Yeah, yep. because, because I have a soundboard here. I use most of them, but some of them I haven't used so much. So, Vanessa, since you said it was mm -hmm. easy, which one are you going for? My absolute favorite soundboard clip is the one of Madeline saying, you can do better. Start making new better than that. <laughs> and and we use that at the office all the time with the pause for effect. You know um, those little keychains that have the buttons on them, and you every button you hit is a different like quote. You you have to get Madeline to record all those. Yeah, or we we should get like a, a what what's a, the smart button? Oh yeah. Yeah. Smart button? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I second that one. That was actually my choice too. Because yeah. and I mean it may be other people's choice too. I don't know. We'll see which one wins. <laughs> but I love the fact that we can do better and there's a pause and then she says, then that. Yeah. Right? There, there, there's a little <laughs> judgment. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> the best. It's it's it it in my mind and of course the funny thing, she doesn't sound like this anymore. No. She's a little kid in no, this. She sounds break. like this. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can slow it so, down, maybe. No, it's just so funny though because there, there's this point that, like, guys, we can do better. And then she looks to the left and looks to the right at the surroundings, and it's like, then that. <laughs> it just makes me laugh so hard that I have not been able to please this no. child. But then, but then there's there's the follow up, right? Yeah. Which yeah. is where she says. Good job. Good job, guys. Yeah. 
which we also use in the yeah. office. It's on very a true. Basis. It's very true. So. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. But it's not the same unless you have the actual clip there that you it's can really play. It's really not. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elaine, do you have any favorites besides your daughter? Well, I, I didn't want to go into a nepotism, so I didn't, I, 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 I didn't use that one. No, I'm, my favorite, of course, is the Mahler Bell. Ah, okay. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, the Mahler Bell, which we can explain that every time somebody says the word Mahler. An angel gets its wings. An angel gets its wings, yeah. <laughs> and the Mahler Bell rings. It doesn't I count if you're talking about the Mahler Bell. Like when you put those words together, yeah. it doesn't count as having to be accompanied by a Mahler, <laughs> by a Mahler bell, bell. Otherwise, right? it never stops. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. it never stops <laughs> as long as you say it's a Mahler bell, right? I mean, he has cowbells in the Sixth Symphony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. does he have bells? I mean, he has chimes. I, I, mean, I think it, he always wanted to have more cowbell. <laughs> and, yes, I knew that was coming. Yeah, I know. I knew that was coming. So, but what does he have you? a bell? Like, does he have, use a bell? Like, I'm thinking about the fantastic bells. Like, in the Eighth <gasps> Symphony, is there a bell? I'm trying to think. I, no, I don't know. Church bells. I, don't, right. I, I use a boxing bell. I, yeah, for the for the sound effect. Yeah, we'll just add that to the percussion section. Yeah. Well, exactly. ten symphonies, ten rounds. It's okay. Ten <laughs> <laughs> ish. Definitely. Um, Zach, do you have any favorites besides what uh, we've already uh, covered? So, I, I love that our very first episode wasn't our first episode maybe not our first episode one of our first episodes is when we did the goldberg variations well that That was was our first first episode episode. you're exactly right but it was soon thereafter that we had bob clemens in oh right we did the uh um, side story no he did the beethoven erotica symphony scratch out the yeah yeah that was the peak of our show. It was like episode number two, I think. <laughs> but that that's where the yay and the apathetic yay come from. Oh, yeah. So it's still there. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's one. Whoops. Nope. That's just applause. Yay! That's it. There's that one. And then there's also this one. Yay! <laughs> Which I also use. Yeah, it also comes <laughs> into the office. So we just, run the know, whole gamut. Be of proud emotions. of yourself, Cresswell. This little yeah. soundboard you terrorize us with has had all of the effects that you ever desired. Absolutely, and more. What do you say, Merwin? Did you pick one now? No. Well, I'm, I this has not pervaded our organizational culture quite as much, but I do think it's appropriate that we have our very own sad trombone. <laughs> All right. We have two sad trombones. I like the, I, I like the original octave. But you know I gotta the play new the one, other one. The new one is a little the, <laughs> disturbing. The, the, it's a little new coke to me. No, <laughs> I, I it's gotta, called I, it's called the really sad trombone, okay? <laughs> That is not okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody picked this one. Yeah, I, I wonder why. Yeah, <laughs> that that just gives us PTSD of all the quizzes we've lost. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Brad, how about Speaking you? I mean, which, you're the one who uses this. Well, I said for I, all except one episode when you let me use it, and I couldn't figure out <laughs> how to use it. <laughs> I don't even remember that. It was a Mahler quiz that yeah. I was able to write. Oh. Okay. And uh, you're gonna hold me to it. So you made me write a quiz, or you, I, you gave me the opportunity to write the quiz on Mahler, and I was very excited about this. And then I had to run your board, and I think I got all the <laughs> all the 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 yays and the. Okay, if I backwards. had to choose one besides the the two that came from Madeline, I'd choose this one. <laughs> right. 
But people, you have to explain what that is. You know what that is. When right? I wake up in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> like, I That's when Elaine discovering that there's no coffee in the building. <laughs> Actually, you don't been... drink coffee, No, right? I, I do yeah. not. <laughs> That's when he wakes up and he finds out there's coffee in the building. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That's the yeah. Wilhelm scream. You yeah. hear it in all kinds of uh, movies Where did that films. come from? Was it a Halloween episode? It was a guy named Wilhelm. Well, I know, but how did it, was it get in a movie? Show? It was in a movie. And then for some reason, the, the whole movie fell out of copyright. And so people started using that. Yeah. scream and everything and pretty soon it became just a, a fixture you know a, a traditional oh, fixture but why is it on why is board? it on our show oh because it's famous well, <laughs> the wilhelm scream <laughs> i i mean everybody has to scream sometimes so my brother know. is really really good at picking it out in films yeah in every film he if we're watching something together and it happens he pauses it and goes back and makes me well listen once you hear it right <gasps> You you start hearing it everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's the power of the soundboard, my oh, friend. Also right at there. the office. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think we have that one at the office. That's another one. There are far too to few pin cushions. Yeah, go on the Toledo um, Symphony Lab yeah. audio keychain. Definitely. Is well, that a, is that like a, a, a support WGTE and you get yes, your a, very own a soundboard? premium. Yeah, we're going to pass that out to folks who give us money. You can choose the tote bag or the keychain. Yes, that's a great idea. I'm going to steal it. Go for it. Actually, I had that idea. Think, no, you had the idea. Okay. You know, I think you should do it. You will sell tens. Yes. <laughs> tens of tens, maybe. Okay, let's do a quiz. I do have a quiz for us, and I even have quiz music, right? Yeah, it, it goes, <laughs> <laughs> Let, Let's see if this is my, let's the see the if quiz the music. quiz music is my least favorite soundboard <laughs> sound. Okay, no, that's not it. Is it okay so far? Yeah. We're not going to future cut this quiz at all. <laughs> okay. Is this a write it down quiz or a say it out loud quiz? No, it's a say it out loud quiz. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is. Okay. This is a quiz about former episodes of Toledo Symphony Lab, <laughs> are you right? That all of these episodes are like a circus. Is that what that <laughs> fanfare was supposed to suggest? This is actually the, the music for one of the shows that I did with Elaine alone. When you guys oh, weren't yeah. here, I remember right? that episode. We that used was a good that, episode. That gladiator. Yeah, who stuff. is who was the guest that day? Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> he was the only guest Wait. that day. <laughs> is, that, right. is that question number ten? No. Okay, uh, but you know the answer to this one already. In our first episode with Vanessa, which was by phone, it was called "Welcome Vanessa." Mm-hmm. What did we learn? Was Vanessa's nickname? Donk. Doug, no, yes. that is incorrect. Oh, did I get it wrong? Wait, what is no, your nickname? you guys nicknamed me Doug, but that was not no, it's my correct. known nickname. No, we weren't allowed to <gasps> use it. What is your known we nickname? Swear never my to use nickname it. that my dad used to call me is Weasel, mm-hmm. but you guys... <laughs> That's right, I remember <laughs> now, Weasel. assigned Doug mm-hmm. because I was talking about my love of dogs. Yep, yes. As much as Doug the dog loves squirrels, if you followed yeah, it's, it's, oh. I should give the wrong answer more often because you know, we, uh, we learn something new. Yeah. Good, good thing you're in communications. Yes, <laughs> totally. It's totally clear. All right. Well, I'm glad that you cleared that up. We'll give a point to uh, Vanessa. Definitely. Okay. In our Halloween show from 2020, which was, by the way, Vanessa's first appearance in the studio. 2020. Right? Yeah. And, okay. and what did you each say was your favorite Halloween creature? slash spirit animal. Merwin, what did you say? Do you remember? I have no idea. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Uh, its name is Fluffy. Does that ring a bell? It does. 
but a very distant <laughs> bell has nothing to do with a Mahler bell. But oh, no, this I, you I did say it. Yeah, the three-headed dog from oh, Harry, from Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. Right. yeah. Zach, what, what did you talk about? My spirit you know? animal is a penguin, of course. Uh, well, that's not what I have here, but... <laughs> it, I, I you had a recurring I, nightmare in childhood? Uh, the, the hands that would reach up out of the yeah, the, the floor and grab at my ankles. Uh, the green hands. Green hands, yeah, yeah and a tuxedo the, jacket. the significance of a oh, green no hand? Idea. It was... Uh, well, if I know. I'm sorry, heck if I know. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of a joke. You know what you get when you cross an elephant, elephant with the rhino? Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. I'll just skip that sorry. one. All right. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Vanessa, what was your uh, selection? Do you remember? No, I don't. It was like a kind of thing. Kind of thing? Kind of thing. Mice from the Nutcracker? I mean, no, Dracula or Dracula. bats. No. Yeah, you were oh. totally into Dracula. It was only 2020. It wasn't that long ago, guys. Oh, come on. Dracula. Elaine, do you so remember what happened. you said? Because you weren't there. No, I wasn't there. So. <laughs> so what would be your favorite uh, Halloween spirit animal? Oh, boy, my favorite. Or fear. Or fear, I guess. Recurring. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know fear. Fear is my middle yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, there's too many to choose from, <laughs> and I don't know. Okay, we'll skip the question. Yeah, yeah. When we had a great moment of radio, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, indeed. Exactly. That's that. what we do, twenty-four-seven. <laughs> okay, you remember when we had Crystal Bowersocks on the program, yeah, right? Yeah. Crystal Bowersocks. What did she say was the Toledo School for the Arts mascot? She, of yeah. course, is a graduate of... Flying of, Pig. Flying Pig, yeah. Yeah, but what did she say? She said it was... Her answer was... Wait, did she get it wrong? No, she said me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning her. That she True, was the she mascot. she is on the billboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she corrected it to the Flying Pig. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. In our show, Strings from the Silver Screen, who was our phone guest? Enrico Lopez Yanez. Yeah, yes. conducted. Yeah. Very good. Yay! I don't think I was on that episode. What other episode was Enrico on? He was on the St. Patrick's episode. Yeah, Slancha, right? Slancha. Slancha. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've never with, figured out how to pronounce that with, word. What was Keith's name? Mary McDiddle Whittle? Well, something? hang on, hang on. All right. This is called Pin the Leprechaun Name on the Person, yeah. right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to give you. These yeah. leprechaun names, yeah. and you tell me who they belong to. Okay. okay, who was Twitchy McPixie? That was Keith. Yeah. That was yeah. Keith. Who was Little O Gold? Little O Gold. That was that you? That was you. That Zach. was me. All right. <laughs> who was Minnie Twinkletoes? That was me. That was you. <laughs> Merwin remembers. Who was uh, Tweedle Green Tooth? That's me. No, that was no. me. <laughs> <laughs> you have a new one that I assigned to you. And does anybody remember what uh, Enrico's <laughs> name was, our guest? I do not. Weebit Potfiller. <laughs> remember? <laughs> I feel like that's quite the deep dive. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it was it made me think of like potholes and pothole filler, that kind of and thing. And I'm sure that's what everybody else is yes, thinking. Yep, too. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, Elaine, you have now a leprechaun name. I looked this huh. up and using the same source. Mm-hmm. Your leprechaun name is and don't get scared of the color here, Zach. Greeny O'Shivers. That is your leprechaun sure. name. Okay. I, I could have done the one with the potholes because I'm from Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that goes with the wee bit pot filler. Okay. 
In our episode, Songs of the Earth, who was the guest and what was her pandemic project? Susan Platts, <laughs> writing a cookbook Baking about cookbook. cooking. Yeah. yeah, You sounded like you were going to school. Like, Good morning, <laughs> Mrs. Platts. Actually, it was amazing. So, no, we should, remember we talked yeah. about the Mahler strudel yeah. or yeah. Mahler yeah. kugel? That uh, <laughs> that's two right there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I knew you would get that one. No, that but the book is out. Cool. It finally was released and published about a month ago or two months ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And, so. and people can get it when we play Mahler Third Symphony. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. And now what was her, what, what is her nom de plume like? She's something, the baking something or other, the cooking. Oh, yeah. Oh. The, yeah, I'll have to check that yeah. out. Anyway, Susan Platts. All right. In our episode, Best of 2021, what did Vanessa say was her favorite moment of the year? Vanessa, you had two moments that you talked about. One of them you talked about in this particular episode toward the beginning when we started talking about your favorite Ooh, episodes. Uh, having Kareem Rustam on the show talking about his piece, uh, Wine Dark Sea. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Yeah. It was amazing. It was a wonderful yeah. work. Talking that, about those, the, the percussion elements yeah. and like yeah. the, the exploring mm-hmm. that sound world. Oh, yeah. that, right. that was also had, the like, story. Pots of water yeah. and things mm-hmm. on stage. It was so cool. Well, I mean, it makes a difference when you can talk to the composer about their, their work, well, right? But he could talk about it. What I think was so special is that sometimes when you have this conversation with any artist about their craft, they can't untangle it in a narrative way that makes sense to onlookers because yeah. you talk to a painter. They, it, it, when do you, when do you know you're done with the painting? Like, well, it just, I, you know, I put the, <laughs> the, the pastels on and it just makes a picture and then it, you know, it when doesn't run have out of this paint. sort of, yeah, it doesn't have this sort of like creative process that we know exists, but they can't verbalize it. He could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really special. Well, you know who else can talk about composing that way is uh, Elaine, <laughs> right? Because you are a composer as well. I mean, we've been fortunate to have composers uh, telling us yeah. about their music. Uh, one of the other things that you mentioned, Vanessa, was Elaine's return. The yeah. return of Elaine. That oh, that was, was so fun because yeah. we got to do yeah. this really funny video and yeah. everybody in the audience laughed and stood up and gave him a uh, big ovation. So that yeah. was really fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vanessa made a video of me getting in the car, getting out of the car, <laughs> walking into oh, yeah. the yeah. peristyle, and then the video would stop and I would appear there. But, yeah. And, I I, think and that, that was, music came on. And I think <laughs> that was the first time I actually met Elaine in person because we had not been here wow. yeah. the whole year. And yeah. I was like, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. So, and, and this is, I must have read your mind, Zach, or vice versa. That's a very scary thing. So sorry. <laughs> Here is, here's my next question. Um, in an episode entitled Elaine Alone, who was the special guest? <laughs> I have it written right there. It's true. Greeny O'Shea. <laughs> Best answer ever. Yes. <laughs> Rio Shivers Trudell was the uh, was the guest. Uh, now we're going to focus on Elaine here for a minute. Now, what was the first orchestra Elaine played in after high school? The very first orchestra after high school. At least this is what you told me, Elaine. Yeah. So hopefully it's correct. Does anybody know? OSM. OSM. What does that so stand Montreal for? Montreal Symphony. A uh, Montreal Symphony. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, don't get all Frenchy on me. Okay, the Montreal <laughs> Symphony. <laughs> Orchestre Symphonique de Montréal, something like that. Well you got it. Yeah, yeah in my best French. Okay, now Elaine and I French. played. <laughs> Elaine and I played the game 
uh, this or that, right? And, and so I have Elaine's answers here. I'm going to see how they coordinate with you. So we're going to go around and do a flash round, right? <laughs> we're trying to guess Elaine's in a answer. Circle. Yeah, I'll, right. I'll, well, you just tell me your preference, okay. right? Okay. And we'll see if they're oh, in line. Got it. So you'll get either a buzzer or, or uh, applause, okay? Wow. So this is exactly like being an orchestra. We get to have our own opinions. But they're correct only if they align with the conductors. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Should be right you at home. start, Merwin. <laughs> okay. Candy or popcorn? Candy. Whoops. <laughs> okay. Wait, actually, I'm getting mixed signals. Ellen seems to be comfortable with candy. You like candy, Ellen? A chocolate. Okay, well, that's not candy. Uh, that's different. Than, it's a type of candy. But you answered popcorn. Yeah, popcorn. I popcorn. have to go by okay. what you answer. Good. Okay. okay. Uh, Vanessa, bath or shower? <laughs> <laughs> shower. <laughs> wow, you guys are like 0 oh for 2. Elaine, let me ask you one. Blue or red? Uh, blue, blue, blue. Yeah, Yay! very good. You got that one. <laughs> Zach, cake or pie? Cake. Uh, Always pie. That was pie. pie. Coke pie. or Pepsi? We'll go to uh, Merwin because I've got all the answers it has in front to be of me. Coke. Coke, yes. yes. Finally, our first yay. Dog or cat, Vanessa? Cat. Yeah, very good. Yay! Elaine, Facebook or Twitter? Uh, Facebook. Yeah. You remember. Zach, Netflix or YouTube? Uh, cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> the answer was Netflix. Okay. Uh, Merwin, pen or pencil? For a musician? Pencil. Yeah, totally. Yay! Vanessa, toast or eggs? I feel like we're trying to read his yeah. mind as opposed to actually giving our own. Yeah. Yep. What do you prefer, toast or eggs? Eggs. Okay. You prefer eggs? Uh, Elaine prefers toast. Okay, sneakers or sandals? That goes to you, Elaine. Uh, I have to answer. Okay, uh, with sneakers. Very good. You remember this. That's good. Okay, washing clothes or washing dishes? What do you say, Zach? The last one. uh, uh, Washing dishes. Because Elaine said he likes them both, right? So there's no wrong answers. Excellent. With that. I would much rather wash dishes than fold clothes mm-hmm. yeah. in my life. Every well, single day. Oh, there was no mention of folding. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> you can just you know, throw it all together and stick it in the closet as is. Stick it in the uh, drawer. Okay, I do have a bonus question for us to finish out our quiz. When we had Carl Topolo mm-hmm. on the show mm-hmm. not too long ago, mm-hmm. what did he say would be the title of his clarinet playing book? Don't. Don't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is the answer. Very good. That was great. So that is our uh, quiz celebrating 200 episodes of Toledo Symphony Lab. Um, I asked you earlier, I said we're going to talk about our favorite uh, shows of the season. And so let's get to that now. Zach, you got a, a favorite over the past few years? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, let's just think about what this show does, though. I, I, I wrote some thoughts down because... You know, it's it's the back behind the scenes view that Merwin mentioned earlier. But you know, it, it, this is a chance for our organization to to welcome newcomers. We get to you know share our strategies and welcome and 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 reveal the people that we work with. That's really special. 
Um, we get to talk to artists. That's that's special to us. We get to do that a lot, but it's really nice to do that before they come here. And I know a lot of people listen and, and hear it the week of a performance, but for us, a lot of times we record these ahead of time. Sorry, spoiler alert. But you know, it gives us a chance to develop a relationship with somebody that we may not know or may not have seen for a long time and to talk about things that matter to them that will then be uh, groundwork for a relationship that we'll have you know, a couple weeks down the road. A lot of people talk about how great it was to have that first introduction to a pretty wide part of the administration. Then when they get here, they can see us and, and have a better sense for who we are. We can speak very sincerely. We've had some really special episodes where there's the, the mist of, of connection that happens. Mm, we know. can also laugh a lot. And I love how much we laugh. Um, but, you know, more than anything else, I love that we have time together. There's not a lot of stuff I do every week. Like, there are a lot of things I'd love to do once a week. But coming in here and sitting down with the four of you is just a great connection every week. And I love that we get to do that. And I am so thankful for, for all of you and for the, the sincerity you bring to this. So that's a big part of this episode that this show for me is 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 spending this hour together okay so what's your favorite <laughs> yeah, all right. well okay that's an even longer answer uh no oh, God. um so of this season <laughs> there we did the the boo episode for uh the halloween episode oh, we had um we had bob back in and we did the um uh, Ibsen play. Oh, right. Yeah, Pergen. 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 yeah thank you. Of course, I remember the Ibsen. I remember <laughs> Pergen. Uh, and I got to be uh, what Merwin's love object? What was that? It was Mother Kint? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I can see it made a big impression on you. <laughs> uh, but there were so many moments in that episode where I felt like we had gone off the rails and yeah. uh, how in the world is Brad going to put this into something that will go on the radio? And hey. I listened to it. I was coming back from a meeting and I, I had about 45 or 50 minutes in the car and I drove back to the office and I, I got out of the car and I um, I I uh, saw one of our colleagues in the hall, and I said, I "Just listen to the podcast." And um, <laughs> it's it it's it's hysterical. And I don't I don't know how you did it, but you made it you made a hilarious yeah. show out of that. Yeah, you were the princess, energy. I believe. I you was were the, the You were the love interest of yeah. of, of uh, Pierre Gantz. Who was Pierre Gantz? Oh, was you me. were Pierre Gantz. So it you were I. the love. In, you were the daughter of Merwin's character. Mm-hmm. Right? Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Got daddy issues. Uh, yeah. That was my favorite. Um, it, it followed very second, uh, very closely thereafter by Eric Otto's first episode oh, yeah. when I, I said to you, I said, he's a really good cook. He's you know, he was almost on a cooking show with, with Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> and you bring out all these... <laughs> I went whole hog, so to speak, no yeah. pun intended. And, and I think he got like two of the questions right. Yeah, yeah, we had a culinary quiz. He didn't know anything. Oh, oh man, that's the episode I should have been on. I hey, felt so bad for But a great indication of his character. He handled it beautifully and in stride. It was yeah. a hilarious insight into his personality. Uh, Merwin, you, you want to go? I mean, I mean, talk, not leave the room. <laughs> so with this, this is definitely an episode that we referenced before. And it's funny because um, it was one of the answers to your quiz questions. It was um, Susan Platt's and Song of the Earth. Oh, yeah. And it was, it's funny because you actually, you said we responded to it like a, like a teacher, but she actually reminded me of one of my all-time favorite teachers. And so... It, it was there was something very just so comforting yeah. talking to her and it was 
it wasn't so much that it was like a moment of inspiration, but it was this moment of just like just warmth and just feeling this genuineness that you know I, I just was so excited that she was going to come back, come to Toledo, and we would get the chance to work with her. So for me, the Susan Platt Smaller um, Songs of the Earth episode. Oh, and, and we get to work with her again this year. Absolutely. Um, Mahler again? Mahler third. Oh. Well, my, my, I have a few favorites, actually. I, <laughs> I have a one from a long time ago, The West Side Story. Oh, yeah. I have the, the Romeo and Juliet from this year. But basically, anything that uh, Bob Clements is on, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, very, he's so amazing. And I really like the one where we had uh, uh, Christopher Dietz and we talked mm-hmm. about composition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was interesting. I really like that one. Yeah, because it was I. I like the episodes where we talk. There's lots of information, right. and I. I think we we get a good moment that we can yeah. share with the public. You know, you're talking behind the scenes. That's even more behind. It's like yeah. before the piece is, is born. You know, <laughs> yeah. so that 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 was a lot, and he, he was great in the interview. Yeah, so. yeah, the, and it's great that we can have people like that come yeah. in and talk and share. You yeah. know, their their story, as it yeah. were. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa, we say the best for last. <laughs> um, mine's not from this year, but last year when we had Nikki Five Tones. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. That was a great episode. Uh, that was when um, Nick Kendall from Time for Three was on. Yeah. He yeah. was he was hilarious. He was great. And it was cool that he like recorded his own audio. So right. Like, right. It sounded like you guys yeah. were together. It sounded it was like awesome. he was in the, in the room. Mm-hmm. But I, I will say that episode won us a Touchstone Award from the Press oh, Club wow. of Toledo. It was that particular episode. That they focused on. So, uh, you know, kudos to us and kudos to them for awesome. being so fun. Can I share a couple more? And I, 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 I will keep this brief. One of my favorite interviews, though, is when we had John Nakamatsu on the first time. Yeah. And in, and he was doing all of the, uh, it, it was an entire program made up of DSERA. Mm-hmm. And, oh, right, and right. We were talking about, you know, having <laughs> like the, um, the Grim Reaper sign that the audience <laughs> could put up every time they hear the DSRA. Yeah. And somebody actually came to the concert hall with a homemade Grim Reaper paddle. That's amazing. <laughs> nice. So it shows that like as much fun and silly as it sounds, like that that was a, a, a great moment. It shows so, that we have at least one listener. One listener. <laughs> but Vanessa also, is like definitely thinking ahead that you're gonna use that in the future <laughs> for a concert. So that is it for our celebration of uh, 200 episodes. We're actually up to 209 now. We still have a ways to go in this season, but we want to thank all of our listeners who have tuned into this program over the years. You definitely uh, are who we are doing all of this for. From all of us to all of you, Happy Happy Holidays! This program is a production of WGTE Public Media in collaboration with our sponsor, the Toledo Symphony. You can download episodes as a podcast by going to our website at wgte.org lab. You can also subscribe to us through your podcast app of choice, including Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. Don't forget to check out all the upcoming events of the symphony by visiting their website at toledosymphony.com and their various social media outlets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find the TSO streaming platform online at stream.artstoledo.com. My thanks again to Elaine Trudell, Zach Vasser, Marwin Sue, and Vanessa Gardner. I'm Brad Cresswell. This has been Toledo Symphony Lab from FM 91.